Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHer Con is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. Take action today. It's like anything else. Obviously, there's a learning curve. I'm not going to sit here and say real estate is the easiest business in the world. Before we get into today's episode, I want to mention today's best ever partner and give you a free gift. And that partner is Fun That Flip. And they're going to be giving you a free deal analysis spreadsheet. You know who Fun That Flip is, don't you? Because you're a loyal best ever listener. They've been a sponsor on the show. Matt Rodak, the founder of Fun That Flip, has been on the podcast multiple times given us his insight on the online lending process. Fund That Flip provides fast, reliable funding for your house flip projects. They're an online platform, makes the application process entirely easy, and they've got a whole bunch of experts on their team who can help you get funding in 24 hours and close within as few as seven days. And all of you best ever listeners, you're getting a free spreadsheet to help you analyze your projects. Go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. That's fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. And you'll get a free deal analysis tool. It'll help you provide a scope of work for your projects, create the scope of work, analyze the profitability of the project, or if it's not profitable, you need to know that too, and make a determination on the max purchase price super important. You can print out all the detailed reports and that will help you get your deals funded faster. Go to fundnetflip.com forward slash best ever. Get that free analysis tool, fundnetflip.com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate podcast. We don't get into any fluffy stuff. We only talk about the best advice that moves your real estate investing business forward. With us today, we've got a wholesaler who's been wholesaling for over four years. How you doing, Sinclair Sweat? I am doing awesome. How are you today, Joe? I am doing awesome as well. It's nice to have you on the show and a little bit about Sinclair. He is a full-time real estate investor. He's been doing wholesaling for over four years. He's based in Las Vegas, Nevada. I will be there in your neck of the woods for, for the March Madness Tournament. Looking forward to that. The best time ever to go to Las Vegas is definitely opening weekend of March Madness. So I'll be in your hometown or where you live now in March. Looking forward to that. And with that being said, Sinclair, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Perfect. So my background has always been sales and marketing. I always knew how to get the gap and uh, wasn't afraid to talk to people. So I've had a lot of jobs that involve sales marketing 
from a traditional initial standpoint, I was in an insurance business, and I always was really interested in real estate. Like a lot of us went to a lot of those seminars and watched some of those TV infomercials, and I started learning at a very, very young age. Real estate is where the most wealth is created. A lot of unsuccessful financial people put their money in liabilities and debt and credit card and, and financial savvy people and investors put their money in assets and real estate always seems to be one of the most secure, safest investment and asset that you can put your money in and learn about. And I just went to a lot of seminars and um, listened to a lot of podcasts, read a lot of books and just decided that I wanted to get in real estate. And uh, it's been a nice long journey in the beginning. It was very, very interesting, not easy type of road. I wasn't extremely successful in the beginning because I kind of dibbled and dabbled in real estate. But until I made that full commitment and, and figured out what the successful people really were doing is when I started seeing more consistent success. Mm -hmm. I'd like to dig into that a little bit. You've been wholesaling as your primary income source. Do you have any other income sources coming in besides wholesaling over the last four years? Well, yeah, over the last four years, I've been involved in a little bit of network marketing on the side. Okay. I've did a couple of other uh, internet marketing type of businesses here and there, but um, yes, real estate is the primary source of income. All right. So you've created an income for yourself through primarily wholesaling for the last four plus years. For a best ever listener who is thinking about getting in wholesaling and wanting to get into wholesaling, or perhaps not having the income yet to fully support themselves, how did you do it? What were some of the aha moments that you've had along the way? Exactly. And I, I love that phrase. It's exactly true. I mean, I, I believe that uh, all of us have an aha moment where we realize we got to make a change. And I think that's really what the real first step for me is because I always knew real estate works. It was just a matter of committing to it, right? And I was at a seminar. Um, We've all heard of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki. I was talking to some successful people and kind of just like how Joe was picking my brain, asking me questions. I was kind of asking him questions. And there was a gentleman who actually mentored me. He goes, you got to really, really want it. And I'm like, wow. You know, and I thought about it. And he goes, your belief system has to say that you really, really want it. And you got to go out there and take massive action. And we were talking, and he was kind of just picking my brain, and we were having conversation, and he goes, does your actions daily say how bad you want it? Does your, are you making enough phone calls? Are you doing enough marketing? Are you doing the things that are going to get you closer to taking deals? And I, and I, I thought about it. I go, well, I, I'm kind of doing that, but I wasn't 100% committed. So the best advice I can say is just to really go out there and take action. Make up in your mind that, hey, real estate investing is what you're going to do full time. And just find a way to make it work, right? One thing I've really learned is that uh, successful people, they don't make excuses. They make things happen. People who maybe aren't so successful or maybe take a little bit longer to have that aha moment, they tend to make a little bit more excuses than successful people do. And I just really got beside myself and said, you know what, I'm going to figure this out. I'm just going to take massive action. You know, I, I don't have everything figured out. I don't have all the answers. I'm not a 20-year expert. 
but I'm just going to go out there and start taking action, start going to more RIAs, start networking more, start listening to more podcasts and find out what successful people are doing and duplicate it. And it's very true. I, I started doing that and I started seeing more results. So that's kind of a nutshell of what I would say. With, with the action, the massive action that you're talking about, if I were to magically have three extra hours to give you per workday and you had to spend it working, what would you do to help your business results? Well, there's a lot of different things I would do. I would say the lifeline of, of any business, especially real estate, is marketing, right? You can be the best at what you do, but if nobody knows you're good at it, if nobody knows who you are, it's kind of pointless. It's kind of irrelevant. So I would definitely say uh, spend a good amount of time developing a consistent source of clients and being able to brand yourself and create a good reputation in those clients mindset when they think of I'm looking for a house in this area or I'm not. who's one of the best real estate investors in Las Vegas for example they would think of you and your company because you've created that image and that brand to them repeatedly so I would just definitely say just start talking to buyers start talking to sellers from a very different marketing you know direct mail marketing I'm driving for dollars bandit signs just build that pipeline and start talking to a lot of people. Everyone and their mama, as they say, should know that you do real estate and just start overcoming your fears. You know, a lot of people found it difficult when they first picked up the phone and talked to a seller. Me, I was, I feel blessed that I'm a natural talker and I have the gift of gab. I didn't feel as nervous. I, I mean, obviously, I'm a lot better than I was when I started, but I just did it, you know. I just start learning what activities would get me closer to doing deals, and I started doing those. So I would definitely say just exposing yourself, talking to buyers, talking to sellers, finding out what a good deal is, knowing how to submit offers, knowing how to comp out properties, and just following, piecing every piece of the puzzle together and, and being consistent. One thing I've really learned in this business, if a guy wants to sell you his house today, he may sell it to you two months from now, three months from now, four months from now, five months from now. Just following up with those people and creating some consistency would definitely pay off for you as an investor. Let's talk about the last deal that you did. Can you tell us about it and tell us how you found it? Tell us the numbers and how it all took place? Yes. I've worked in different markets, by the way. So this particular deal was quite interesting. It was a property in Kenosha, Wisconsin, so a small town. Not too far from Chicago, a couple hours or so from Milwaukee. And basically, I found it from a website. Actually, it was an email to me from one of those people who work for a brokerage, and they get discounted off-market properties as well. And so I got on the phone. It was a very, very interesting type of deal because the seller had a lot of things going on. So it was a deal I easily could have gave up on. But basically... Uh, how it was was uh, the seller was going through a divorce, and she basically moved four hours north of the property, and she just was really financially distressed, right? Didn't have any money, didn't have a vehicle, and she needed to sell that property like yesterday. It was quite interesting because, you know, I created that credibility, that honesty, that trust that, I, you know, I was going to help her by the way, and she just was a really difficult seller. She didn't want to sign the contract at first. 
She went back and forth, just told me a couple of lies. We adjusted the price to make sure she walked away with money at the closing. So that's another thing. This particular property, there was a grip of taxes that was owed on the property. So a lot of investors may not understand that. Basically, in order to get a clear title, all the debt, all the taxes must be paid off in order to get a clear title for the new buyer. And so there was about over $15,000 in taxes owed. And the city basically labeled the property as inhabitable. And so uh, it was a lot of debt on the property. And she wasn't going to walk away from the table with much. And, then, you know, I explained to her it's the debt that's owed on the property. And the property did need a decent amount of work done on it. But thankfully, there was enough equity in the deal that I was able to go ahead and wholesale it assign the contract over to the end buyer. So basically, the numbers, let's talk about the numbers. I got the property under contract for 19000 and basically I wholesaled it for 29000 to the cash buyer. So I made about $10,000 on the deal. I agreed for the, thankfully, I agreed for the buyer to bring extra money to pay off the taxes and the debt that was owed on the property because mm-hmm. we were going to lose the deal. and. I've been working on the deal actually a little longer than a lot of deals. I've been working on the deal two and a half months, and the seller really needed the money, and the buyer was like, I've been doing real estate for 20 years. This is one of the hardest deals I've ever came across. But I tell people that story about that deal because it's one of those stories that sometimes in real estate, you got to drive the deal home, as I say, and not give up. I mean, there's other deals that you just feel like aren't worth your time, but some deals you feel like, hey, we made it this far. Let's go ahead and do what we can to get the deal closed. So it was a very interesting deal, and uh, the seller was happy. She walked away with some money. Buyer was happy, even though it's a good amount of work for him. He's going to take about uh, 30, he figured about $30,000 on the property after he fixes it up and sells it. Hmm. What skill set do you have that you use the most to your advantage to make the most money? That's a good question. <laughs> For me, I would definitely say my ability to talk to people and, and to create that credibility and trust. People definitely like doing business with people who they know, like, and trust. And uh, I would definitely say I'm very good at showing people and conveying, articulating to people how I'm different, right? Why Sinclair Sweat versus the next wholesaler? And so um, I, I do a very good job of uh, How do you do branding that? myself and marketing. Um, you do that by, by over-delivering. So, for example, there was a, a deal that I was working on with an investor all the way in Israel. He had some money saved. He was an IT guy, and he never did a deal before. And I just went the extra mile over-communicating, getting him on the phone with the attorney, getting him on the phone with the realtor, just doing stuff that the average investor just won't do because in my mind, now obviously I can't do this to every person in the world to speak with, but for me, it was about developing a long-term relationship with this gentleman. And he basically trusts me as his real estate expert in that particular market. So, and he was very appreciative. He was very uh, thankful because as he said, the words came out of his mouth, 
not a lot of people are willing to just go the extra mile to make sure that the I's are dotted, the T's are crossed. Mm-hmm. Like I say, get them on the phone with the title company, the attorney, the realtor, just everybody to make sure that he got a good investment and he didn't just have to take my word for it, but he also talked to everybody else and involved in the transaction to make sure we were all on the same page. Because like I said, I'm really, really about being able to do business with people on a repeated basis, right? So I say it all the time. A lot of times it's about quality, sometimes even over quantity, right? So I'd rather have a quality buyer who is able to buy properties off of me consistently again and again and again and again. And I do have buyers like that. You know, they know, hey, there was a property we had here in Vegas. The lady was going through a divorce. Actually, a realtor came to me off of an ad, and she was actually looking for another company. And she goes, I'm a new wholesaler. The only catch with this property, you know, the lady's divorced and this, that, and the third. But she's like, the only catch is we have to find a buyer in two weeks. And I go, send it over to me. Mm-hmm. Quite frankly, it wasn't the biggest, it wasn't the type of spread that I was used to making at this point in the game. But I it? still wanted to barely three grand. Okay. Right. But for me, again, it was about the relationship, being able to help her out. Mm-hmm. And uh, just back to the point that I wanted to make, I mean, the particular buyer, he bought the property. He lives in San Francisco. He goes, those were his words. He goes, I. I know when you get properties, they sell fast. And I want to, so basically he bought the property sight unseen. Like I'll be in Vegas over the weekend. And it literally took us seven days to find a buyer. And it really amazed her. And she's like, oh, I couldn't believe you guys were able to find one that fast. You saved the day, couldn't have did it without you. And uh, those are the kind of stories that I like to hear. We're really able to bless. Everybody win, right? That's mm-hmm. That's really listen to successful real estate investors, that's really the best way to do a transaction, right? The seller one, because she was divorced, she needed the money, she's going through a distress situation. The realtor slash wholesaler one, because quite frankly, she just didn't have the buyers to be able to find a buyer in a 14-day time period. And hey, I won because even though it wasn't the type of spread I normally make, uh, I was able to develop a relationship with her and one and then two, hey, it still was a deal, right? And I was able to create a win-win situation for everybody involved. What is your best real estate investing advice ever? I love it. Get started now. That's it. Because see, and it's very, very true. And I, I really can attest to the revelation of take action today. It's like anything else. Obviously, there's a learning curve. I'm not going to sit here and say real estate is the easiest business in the world. But, you know, I I always use the analogy of swimming. I mean, you got to get in the pool to learn how to swim. Now, you might start off in the shallow end, but you got to get in in order to learn. There's only so much talking about it and and reading about it and studying that you can do. You got to take action. And even through your mistakes, you get better. But you never want to be that person to say, wow. I always wanted to get in real estate, right? I always read a whole bunch of books in real estate 30, 40 years down the road, and and now you feel like it's too late to get involved. So I would just say my best action is is wherever you are, whether it's a a beginner, intermediate, or expert, just take action. Always be trying to look to advance yourself. Get involved in the game and continually stay involved in the game. Continually stay 
committed, and success will find you. Success doesn't come to people who don't take action. So that's the best advice I would say. When you take action, you will start figuring things out. Something my mentor said that, that kind of really changed my life, he goes, you'll start running out of mistakes. It's six, seven, eight, nine, ten years of consistently doing something and doing it at a successful level, you've made all the mistakes of the action that you took on a consistent, repeated basis. So, guys, ladies and gentlemen, go out there, take massive action, and you will start achieving results in this real estate business. It's definitely a business where the average doesn't take rocket science. The average American can go out there and and replace their income in a relatively short time. Some people, 6 to 12 months. I mean, there's obviously results do vary, but that's the best advice I would say. Just get out there and take action. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Sure. Come and inform me on that. Yeah, well, you're about to be informed, but first, a quick word from our best ever partners. Remember to get your free deal analysis tool for your flips at fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. That's F-U-N-D-T-H-A-T-F-L-I-P.com forward slash best ever. It will detail your scope of work, help you analyze if the project's profitable, and make a determination on the max purchase price. Fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, it is here. Well, it's almost here. February 24th and 25th. The conference, the best ever conference. Have you signed up yet? Oh, if you haven't, you better sign up right now. It's going to sell out. Besteverconference.com. I'm going to be there. A bunch of the guests who you've heard interviewed on the show are going to be there. Just go to besteverconference.com and look at all the speakers that you're going to hear from that will help you move your business forward in 2017. I want to meet you in person. The best ever guests who are speaking at this event want to meet you in person. And people who haven't been interviewed on this podcast who are speaking at the conference, they want to meet you in person. Go to besteverconference.com. All right, Sinclair, the best ever lightning round is where I ask you some quick hitting questions. You ready for it? Sure. Best ever book you've read? Best ever book I've read, Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. Best ever deal you've done? Best ever deal I've done in real estate. Am I supposed to just sum it up? I mean, I didn't catch that question. Oh, yeah, in, just... in real estate. Best ever deal you've done in real estate. Oh, you mean how much money I've made? However you qualify it, yeah. Best ever deal I've done, it's about a $35,000 profit. That's a nice chunk of change. How would you find that deal? I found that deal through direct mail. Where'd you buy the list for the direct mail? That came through list source. And who'd you target? It was absentee owners. Best ever way you like to give back? I like to give back to the community I was raised in. Charitable organizations that really mean something to me. What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate? The biggest mistake I've made in real estate? Putting offers in on properties where there were no spreads. <laughs> I would say that's probably, <laughs> that's probably in the beginning. Most of everyone make that mistake. Well, you know, I've interviewed guests who have figured out a model for how to take properties as a wholesaler if there's no spread and how to make the numbers work either as a lease option 
or other methods. And that's when their business really skyrocketed because then it doesn't matter what the deal is, they can figure out a way to make money on the deal because there's multiple approaches that they can take. Exactly. What is the best place the best ever listeners can get in touch with you? I actually do have a coaching program, and I did want to kind of let the listeners know about it. I do have a partner. We want to take on a handful of students. Obviously, we have students now, but we definitely want to be able to take a handful of students. Uh, Obviously, we can't work with everyone because we don't like to shy away from doing deals, right? And we definitely want to work with the right people. But to get a hold of me, I can give you guys my phone number. It is 313-412-8189. I'll be more than happy to get over the details of the program over to you and, you know, what that comes with. I believe we give our students a good bang for their buck, and we get them out there closing deals right away. I do also have an email address that will get direct access to me. Uh, that would be SinclairSweat at Yahoo.com. That's S-I-N-C-L-A-I-R-S-W-E-A-T at Yahoo.com. And we are always looking for a testimonials because I mean what we like to do with our students I tell people all the time is that we don't just create students we create business partners so for the ones who you know want to create that same type of relationship we were able to do deals with them after we kind of teach them and show them how we are doing business and what our business models are they're able to do deals with us in the future on a consistent basis that's always a beautiful thing Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sinclair, for being on the show and talking about your evolution in your career from getting that first deal done, attending the seminars, all the way to where you're at now and the approach that you take with going the extra mile, almost hand-holding if necessary to build those relationships. You're in it for the long term. That's how you've been able to accumulate success along the way versus being a fly-by-night type of investors. So thanks so much for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever day and we'll talk to you soon. I appreciate it, Joe. Thank you so much for having me. I will definitely talk to you soon as well. Best ever listeners, it is here. Well, it's almost here. February 24th and 25th. The conference, the best ever conference. Have you signed up yet? Oh, if you haven't, you better sign up right now. It's going to sell out. Besteverconference.com. I'm going to be there. A bunch of the guests who you've heard interviewed on the show are going to be there. Just go to besteverconference.com and look at all the speakers that you're going to hear from that will help you move your business forward in 2017. I want to meet you in person. The best ever guests who are speaking at this event want to meet you in person. And people who haven't been interviewed on this podcast who are speaking at the conference, they want to meet you in person. Go to besteverconference.com.